Hello, this is Elizabeth Mower, president of BEI. And I'm John Brown, the founder of BEI. Each episode, we take you into the world of exit planning, sharing the stories, struggles, and opportunities of business owners and their advisors. We'll get into this episode's conversation right after this. As an advisor, you have the technical skills to assist business owners in exit planning. However, few advisors know how to package the process and use it to drive the demand for their service. Learn how when you attend an upcoming bootcamp workshop. Visit exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp to see the latest schedule and to register. That's exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp. Don't miss the opportunity to take advantage of all exit planning can offer and to set yourself apart from the competition. With me today is a longtime member and friend, Nick Neiman from Omaha, Nebraska, an attorney, but as you're about to find out, he's a lot more than just your regular run-of-the-mill attorney. He's uh, a great planner and thinker and a leader in this entire field. Thanks, Nick. Thank you, John. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so John, really what we find is that from our work with family business Mm -hmm. leaders is they really want four things. And that's number one is how do I stay in business? How do I stay Mm -hmm. profitable? And number two is how do I protect what I'm building? Right. Number three is how do we help to maintain the lifestyle continuity of our family? And number four is how does that family business leader really attain personal freedom? Which is really how do I move on from the business? Could be succession planning, Mm -hmm. exit planning, Mm -hmm. sell the business, hand it down to, to someone else. And so what we've found in that work is there's 24 train wrecks that family business really? leaders need to avoid in order for that to be successful long-term. So you're working with a business owner, right. let's say the leader of the family, mm-hmm. maybe the person who's the CEO or running, running the uh, Neiman's supermarket. There's 24 things they need to know about? So we look in each of those four areas, yeah. and we've really developed four powerful playbooks mm-hmm. for each of those four areas. So one is what we call your profit playbook. And that's really how do I keep the company profitable? Mm-hmm. So the business owners we work with, they've been successful before we showed up. Mm-hmm. Normally a long period of success. But as we look in working with business owners, it gets to be a time where we call it their fourth quarter, mm-hmm. uh, where the dynamics change, the, their personal fourth quarter. And it could be their personal dynamics, family dynamics, mm-hmm. financial dynamics, business dynamics. And, and so we really focus on, on that and say, how do you stay successful for the whole game, not just the first three quarters, mm-hmm. but the whole fourth, fourth quarter as well? So when you're dealing with that, Nick, who are you ta- who as the planner, who are you talking to? Is it just the leader? Is it the whole family? So it's going to normally start with the leader. Mm-hmm. The, typically, there's another trusted advisor that's going to, to introduce us to, mm-hmm. that, to okay. that family, to that leader. So that could be a CPA, that could be an insurance professional, that could be a property casualty uh, advisor, sure. uh, could be some other financial advisor, uh, could be a strategic planner, could be a banker, uh, it could be an appraiser. Mm-hmm. So normally there's an introduction uh, to that leader of the business okay. to talk to, to really to start that uh, discussion as to what that family really needs to do to stay successful as a family mm-hmm. and then also as a family business. Mm-hmm. And so from there, so you have that discussion with the family leader. I'm assuming this is a law firm client, and so the firm's representing the business. 
That's right. Uh, when so the difficulty in a lot of family planning for a lot of advisors, a lot of BEI members is uh, that family leader has told you what he or she wants mm -hmm. for themselves, for the family, for the business, maybe for the community. But that may, those may not be the goals and aspirations of other members of the family. That's right. So, so what do you do then? Sure. So normally the, the, the leader of the business is going to be the majority owner or the 100% owner. So there's an alignment there between what he or she wants to accomplish. So is that usually like dad or mom? Could be dad or mom. Okay. Uh, and, and so it's a matter of what do they want to accomplish. And normally the business is really how we see it is the business is there to help them accomplish the life goals they mm -hmm. want. What is it they're looking to accomplish? Mm -hmm. And for themselves, for their family, for their team, their colleagues, for their customers, mm -hmm. that's really what what the great business leaders are looking to do is accomplish things on a number of fronts. Right. And right. so that's that's the approach and we take when we when we first sit down with a business leader right. is we're gonna not come in with our set of priorities, but we're gonna ask what what's important to them mm -hmm. in terms of what they see, uh, what are some of the train wrecks that they want to avoid. And and oftentimes that could be uh, I mean, they'll start to tell you once we mm -hmm. have a discussion, mm -hmm. start, start sure. to, and there's having a family business background myself for a long time, uh, we understand where they're coming from and they understand that quickly as right. well. Right. But so often it's a matter of how do you keep the family together? How do you keep the business going? Mm -hmm. uh, how do you, if you've got key people that you want to bring in that may not be family members, but they're strong leaders, how do you make a judgment as to who's the best ongoing leader for the future success of the company. Mm -hmm. So those are just some of the dynamics, and as well as the just the personal planning, the estate planning. Mm -hmm. One of our playbooks is the estate playbook. Mm -hmm. So what do you do to make sure, from a business owner perspective, that you've got their estate mm -hmm. matters handled? The other playbook is the succession playbook. What do you do to make sure that, that, their, that that owner's mm -hmm. financial situation is where they want it to be personally? How do you make sure you've got good leaders, or at least a good leader, that can step in for you? Uh, how do you make sure that the business is ready to pass on or to sell when you want to sell it? So, so I'm assuming that you bring in other advisors to be part of the team at, at various points along the, the way. Because you don't have, a lawyer can't do all of that, just as a insurance professional can't do all of that. That's so, right. So how do you bring in those advisors to the, work with you? Sure. The beauty is really in the collaboration. That's when you achieve incredible results. And I know it's something here at BEI. That's what, what's, that's what, what we teach. do. That's what you teach. That's is, how we plan. Exactly. So a great plan is going to have the right advisors on that team, depending on what the objectives are for the business owner. So it could be that there's uh, there's a great insurance need and a great insurance professional that's there. Could be a financial need, could be an accounting need or a tax need. Mm -hmm. uh, could be that they say, look, we just would like to sell the business. Well, if that's the case, are we ready? Mm -hmm. Have we started the discussion mm -hmm. soon enough? And then who can help us to sell sell the business if that's, if that's the objective? And so do you have those, I call them best-in-class or next-level advisors, Available? Have you developed that bench strength for your clients? Absolutely. 
I mean, and that's something BEI has helped with over the years from all the years yeah. I've been a member here. But definitely a lot of that bench strength is right here. And a lot of it is other places around the country just through the, through the connections and the affiliations yeah. that we have. Exactly right. So you don't sound much like a lawyer to me. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, and that could be a good thing. That could be a good one thing. One lawyer to another. That, yeah. I, I've had others tell me the same thing. What, what we really do is our focus starts with that family and that business. It doesn't start with the law or legal matters. Let okay. me tell you how to save estate taxes. It's not that discussion that starts things off. No, it isn't. It's yeah. what is, as a family leader, what do you want to accomplish? What are, the, what are the goals and aspirations that you have for yourself, for your family, for your colleagues? That's really where it starts. And then we're going to look and say, all right, that's where you want to head. Are you on the right path mm -hmm. to achieve that? Mm -hmm. What's possibly in your way? What, from our experience, have we seen are the train wrecks mm -hmm. that may derail that. Mm -hmm. Because you you have been successful, normally when we start this discussion, right. for at least the first three quarters of, of your career or life as a business mm -hmm. leader. It's going to change in the fourth quarter. And, and so we really encourage business leaders to be talking with us at the beginning of that fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they show up later. We call that the two-minute warning. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'll show up uh, after that, we call it overtime. So we still do what we can do. But ideally, we are talking from the beginning of that fourth quarter. We, you, I think, John, you've seen the book that I wrote, the right. most recent book. It's called Fourth Quarter First. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, it's a, it's a tried and true concept. It's, it's Stephen Covey coined it, mm -hmm. begin with the end in mind. Exactly. And that's how great leaders think. Where am I headed? Now what's it take to get there? So we view succession planning, exit planning, estate planning, asset protection planning, profit planning, all from that perspective of let's begin with the end in mind, which we simply call fourth quarter first. Mm -hmm. So where are you heading? You might have just started your business, or you might be in your second quarter or third mm -hmm. quarter. Where do you think you're heading, and are we on a path to get there? Uh, now, we have a couple of little principles we live by. One of those principles is all plans are firm until changed. Hmm. And so it's very mm -hmm. important for business leaders because they may say, I don't know exactly what I want to accomplish. That's fine. Let's, let's have an understanding of what you think that is today. Have a plan to get there, but let that plan be able to adjust and change as, as you sure. move ahead. Sure. It's a, it's a quickly changing world. And so any, any plan or any playbook that you deploy needs to be able to adapt to those changes. So it, how do you, on your, is it six playbooks that you have? Four playbooks. Four playbooks. Do you actually have written playbooks? We do. That you, do you give them one at a time to the business owner as they progress through the planning process? So, so we'll have some owners that say, look, I just want to accomplish this now. I know I've got this. I just have to deal with this. Yeah. So we'll do that. Whatever play that may it's be, it's business continuity. It it could be that it could be that, that that they say, I just I know I've got to get my estate plan in order, right. or gee, I just saw some someone else was sued. I'm concerned. Am I set up right, right. for asset protection right. planning? Or I'm concerned that I've got a key person that might be leaving. What can I do to help right. to to retain that key person? So sometimes it's a matter of just hitting exactly that those those particular points, those particular train wrecks that the right. owner is concerned right. about. Other times we'll sit down and, and let's have a, 
a more fully developed plan to hit all four of those areas right. and then prioritize what's most important to handle first because every business owner they want to get back out in the field or back into running their business and so they know it's important to deal with these things but we also know we want to deal with them quickly right. and efficiently so they can get back to what they love to do the most so by having the f four different playbooks it makes it easier to sort of compartmentalize that particular issue deal with that take care of it and maybe the other playbooks we don't start immediately that's right so. and and in any any given playbook you don't need all the plays it's right. like if you go to a restaurant you don't need everything on the menu but you like to know what are my options mm -hmm. what are my choices mm -hmm. sure and so here it's a matter of saying what are the plays right. that are really needed to help for you to accomplish what you want to accomplish over your your life as a business leader and over the life of your son or daughter right. or other family member sure. or other other key person that's going to take over for you. So <clears throat> a couple things. One, so that really is uh, the same process as our exit planning process. It's, you know, what are the owner's wants and needs or the, the key person? What do they have? What do they need to do? But we also recognize that once we get over the initial goals and aspirations, the resources they might have or need, that owner may be concerned most with a particular aspect of the business or attaining their goals. So we address that first. That's right. We all know that every business today is at risk of being Netflixed. It's just mm -hmm. a term we use. Everyone normally knows what that means. No one wants to be the next blockbuster video right. that got Netflixed by Netflix. And we see it in a lot of industries and a lot of whether the industry is having problems or just changes within that industry. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, if that's a concern for a company, as we talk about what are the real, what's the real strategic thinking mm -hmm. that you're doing and who on your team is there to help you to develop the strategic, not tactical, mm -hmm. uh, but strategic thinking so we know you can stay in business. So if, that, if your owner says, I don't have anybody, what do you do? Can you help them find a consultant of some kind? Is that so we're, we're going to, through, through the work I've done with the Business Model Generation mm -hmm. Program, the Business Model Canvas, it's, it's been, for me, a lifelong study is to understand how businesses work, mm -hmm. how they create, deliver, and capture value. That's mm -hmm. your business model. Mm -hmm. And I've actually taught that to, to 100 groups around the country going in and talking about how to deploy that type of plan. Mm -hmm. We call it setting up your profit strategy team. Mm -hmm. You have to keep in mind that we are, we do need to make a profit. We need to think strategically and we need to act as a team. So that team may be uh, the, the current CEO president, could mm -hmm. be one or two other members within the organization that are, that's there. Mm -hmm. Not everyone likes to have to think strategically. A lot of times they just want to come in and, and do their job and go home. But, but the great business leaders are always out there thinking, what do I do next? Yeah. How, we, we call them really the pioneers today. You have to have a pioneer mindset if you're going to stay in business. It's not an option. You, 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 you don't really have a choice. Right. If you want to stay in business, you need a pioneer mindset. And normally there's a couple people on your team that think the same way. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we'll come in in one of those playbooks and teach that system for how do you set up your profit strategy team? How do you make sure you got the right members on it? How do you, how do you make sure it's ongoing so that whether it's just a little change here or there to your business mm -hmm. that's necessary 
or whether it's a long-term bigger change that's necessary. We want to make sure that the, the business leader has that set up really as a fundamental part to staying in right. business. Very interesting. Well, so, a, so before we before we finish, I'm assuming you do other planning work for non-family-owned businesses, or is, is this really your focus? So it's I know it's your passion, but do you yes. focus on other? So we do. Uh, it's, we'll do the same type of work for non-family businesses. Now I look. I have a broad definition of what's a family business, right. and even the, the the U.S. Bureau of Census says about 90% of all companies are family businesses. So what's a family business? You might be owned by one family, might be owned by two families, might have a family member that's the CEO or a non-family member. I look at, at a company that views its personnel as family, which I think that companies should. That could be an even broader definition. It's a broader or definition. Or more narrow, depending on the But it's a, the it's a perspective. Yeah. It is a mindset to say that to really be successful today you have to really focus on the three ingredients to success in business. You have to have command of your business model. You need a dynamic leadership core, and you need a root force culture. And the best way to achieve that is to look at your business, your colleagues, as family. And so I really look at almost all businesses as family. If they're not deploying a family mindset, they're going to have trouble. And let me just say, the reason for his thinking of this is the fact that he has 19 grandchildren. It's easy for him to think of family. <laughs> and, I, and I know, John, you're just a little bit I know. A little bit I'm jealous. A few, more, I'm jealous. a few more years. <laughs> They're fun. One yeah. at a time, definitely enjoy our children and our, and our grandchildren. Well, this is a great interview. You're a great person. Um, and it's people like Vic. It's, it's why we plan Thanks for listening. Join us for our next episode. For more content like this, please visit ExitPlanning.com.